The powers of the Meproport to make you laugh are beyond all your limited abilities to comprehend it. I hope you can see the emu flying because he's doing it as hard as he possibly can. Yes, sir. Let my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for Alright, in that case, welcome to Meproport number 68, February 7th, 2007. I don't... What's going on, everybody out there? We'd like to welcome everybody old and new. We may have some new listeners to the Meproport this uh, this week because... Uh, I should hope so. Not only do we have maybe the uh, Get Your War on fans checking in on us, but um, there was a little video, gentlemen, that you might want to speak about gone. this week. And, uh, they checked in, and now because you said that, they're gone. Know, but right. yes, uh, 25,000 people, as of this recording, have uh, taken a sneak peek at our little evisceration of uh, what happened in Boston, as we reported to you live a week ago. And uh, we want to thank you for watching that. Thank you very much. It's uh, gone pretty well. Uh, this- you should tell more people, though. We need everyone in... Once every citizen of Boston has seen it, then we can retire and our work is done. That's a good start, right. is everyone who yeah. lives in Boston. Yeah, and that was actually this. brought to you by one of the YouTube commenters. We didn't even come up with that idea. That was just Perhaps. mandated forced watching for all of Boston. Somebody Perhaps we can that. send it to the DMV and include it in the defensive driving video <laughs> that everyone has to watch before they get their license. <laughs> there be you nice. go. This is part of it. How not to recognize It'll be right the after bomb. the Mark. bloody car wrecks that you have to watch. Be like, there you go. And now, <laughs> and now on the lighter <laughs> side. What is this? <laughs> so has this whole experience taught us anything? Do we think about um, the so-called viral video phenomenon about getting people to actually like videos yeah. you do? Yeah, if we attacked it onto a cold, it would have been much more popular. Right, Many more so? people would have gotten a hold of it if it had been linked to the cold or flu. I see. Well, all right, then. That's, that's my interpretation. <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, that's really, that's the most compelling you know, analysis right. I've ever heard. What's funny about the that video thing. is I think, I think the reason that, and Story came, for those of you who don't know, Story was the one that came up with the concept of the song linking to the, the idea for the video. And I yes. think part of the reason, well, you know, in addition to the fact that neither Greg nor I had ever heard the song before, but part of the reason that Story <laughs> that picked out the song right. was because... Um, not only did it represent what happened in Boston, but it's sort of what we feel about the MEP report and maybe what we feel as like individual creative artists that like we're like, look at me, we're good too, we do stuff, but you don't know me. <laughs> don't yep. even don't care. Eat. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's also it's relevant on many levels is all I'm saying. I see. Okay, all right. There all right. Go. Well, that makes sense. That makes some sense to me. So, yeah, yeah, it's been an interesting ride. Um, It's also been interesting to see this posted on other blogs that we didn't know existed um, and show up in places that, that, you know. Because you know about most blogs. 
to be fair. Yeah. You've got a good handle a sense, on the 500 million. I just have a mental list. Yeah. I, I've go. tried I to I know. know the top 400,000 or so just off, sure. offhand. But yeah, there are absolutely. Snap. Well, it's the thing so, is that Story if, doesn't if really know, know a lot about, about blogs, blog whereas I, I know true. you know quite a bit about the subject. <laughs> right. So I think I've that... I've heard of blogs. What is that? learning experience for me. Blogs? That's something you put in the fire? Lincoln Logs. I don't know what we're talking about. I told oh, you guys okay. one of the podcasts that, that I listened to was a sports show called uh, Sports Bloggers Live. <laughs> and so they had, um, one of the times they had Reggie Jackson doing a promo thing for it. You know, like the one that you heard at the beginning right. of last week's show from uh, David Reese. So, you know, say something like, you know, hi, I'm Reggie Jackson. Show world champion and you're listening to oh yeah with this week's show and you're listening to uh, you know sports bloggers live on AOL and so they ask you to say that and there's silence and, the, uh-huh. and if anybody knows anything about Reggie Jackson Reggie Jackson is a baseball player who um, he's never had a problem with self esteem let's just put it that way okay he's, he's very confident in his abilities in the 70s uh, there's not enough mustard in New York to put on that hot dog that <laughs> there you go that pretty much sums it up yeah he's he's something else so uh, never has so much been made about a guy who decided to wake up and hit home runs in October. But anyway, so he, uh, so he was. He, they asked him to read the thing, and he's like, okay. And and they say, so it's sports bloggers live, and there's silence on the other end of the phone line. And then he's like, sports what? And they're like bloggers. And he's like, what the bleep is a blogger? And it's just like, um, it, it's a thing, it's web log, and you put it together, and it's a blog. And so bloggers are people who blog. He's like. Okay, he's like, so people who put these web logs are called bloggers. They're like, yeah. And there's silence. He's like, that's the stupidest bleeping thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so clearly, clearly, uh, you know, there's a sense that that some people don't get this whole well, viral video blogging blogosphere. Yeah, spend a lot of time thinking about other people. I think Reggie Jackson spends a lot of time. He should write a blog. Cool, he should write a Reggie, ja- how cool Reggie Jackson he blog. Is. Yeah, and occasionally comes up to count his money, and then go back to thinking about how cool he is. No, we don't know about Reggie Dodge. Sure that I am Jackson. Gun, though. Com. You guys saw that? That's true. Where he has a cameo, yep. and he uh, is brainwashed and is about trying to kill the Queen of England. It was it was excellent filmmaking. Yep. Yep. Like no. Also, uh, O.J. Simpson was in that too. That's that's a good combination, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> O.J. Simpson and Reggie Jackson. Uh, most famous movie appearances were in that series, the Naked Gun movies. If you don't nope. count the uh, compiled Hertz commercials movie, that was a good one too. <laughs> which was which was solid. Yes, absolutely, that's true. It's Hertz. Oh. It's not exactly. Very I think we talked about this that's before. Where Hertz had to have the multi-million-dollar yes. brainwashing yeah. campaign. Yeah, right. To make everyone forget. We that never OJ had was OJ. A- Hertz, <laughs> not exactly. That's always been our theme. What are you talking exactly. about? Oh, who? Not exactly. Oh, Z? Not exactly. Not exactly. Yeah, not exactly. No, <laughs> make sure you choose the right one. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, hey, speaking of commercials, did anyone see anything at the Super on the Super Bowl this past week that uh, interested them? Anyone? Anyone watch any of the Super Bowl at all? Did, did anybody do that? Speaking of the bloggers, I've been really disappointed with the short shrift that my favorite commercial, the uh, blockbuster with the rodents. I really like oh, that commercial. Oh, with him moving the I, mouse back and forth? It was forth. one of the yeah, like, two funny. or three that I actually laughed out loud at, and everyone's been like, bottom seven, D minus. And so, once again, <laughs> the collective rule about 85% applies to bloggers just as much as it does to anybody else. So, so <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. I also, I also liked the uh, crabs worshipping the cooler. 
that I enjoyed. One of yeah, the, that know, was, uh, like, was like one for twelve, but at least they got something in there. Did but you notice, like, by the oh, way, we'll in the sign, half a billion dollars on this Super Bowl, and one of them's got to be good. Just one of them have will work. Really commercial. It's got to be great. They're in selling a, urine. In a sign of the. Uh, for that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buy nine minutes, get the tenth minute free. <laughs> Our super and saver the package. That they've just been doing these things for so long. You would assume that they. Uh, they have some kind of special relationship with the, when did, the people yeah. who sell ad time. Right. Absolutely. When did when Less did they get rid of the butt taste, bowl? You know? When did that? They were counting yeah. those up. I, I know. I know. Roman numerals. That's those true. were going to go up forever. Yeah. And they uh, they ran out of gimmicks for it. There's only so many things you can spoof about a football game before it gets repetitive. I guess. With beer. With before beer. Before they make horses do it, and then pigs, yeah, right? and exactly. every other animal has right. to have its and own then, football game. And then, <laughs> and they'll go back. to go back to humans again. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, the uh, I was actually thinking about that. Did you guys hear about the commercial uh, that was actually pulled after being shown for the first time, yes. shown only once? Was that the, the Snickers commercial? Yeah. yeah, which, you know... Now, I didn't think the Snickers thing was particularly funny until the guy ripped the hair off their chest, which I thought was sort of semi-ironic until about what men are supposed to be. Yes, the punch... Well, but th- that was, that's the punchline. <laughs> well, no, some people thought the punchline was the kiss. Some people thought the punchline was the kiss, man. Some people thought no, the punchline was the kiss, out. not the. It's just weird. Nobody wants to see like two mechanics like in a lady and the tramp moment. That was just weird. <laughs> well, that's why I got, and that's why I got pulled off. Apparently, is because they said that it was, uh, it was playing into homophobic, uh, you know, stereotypes. The idea that uh, you would be weirded out, quote unquote, by two I mechanics uh, having a lady in the tramp moment because of the lady in the tramp ripoff spoof. <laughs> you think so? There you go. You think I that'll think be... so. And I think dogs should also be weirded out by that commercial because that was a dog moment. <laughs> it's not people don't do that. There's no human moment where like a man and a woman are like eating the same piece of food until they kiss. That's just strange. It just doesn't happen. Very animalistic type behavior. Not just because and Italian restaurants by dogs. Because they've made spaghetti seem like Snickers bars. And that can't be good for yeah. sale at the Italian restaurant. I agree. They right. should also <laughs> sue. Yeah, we're very protective of copyright issues at the Met Report. Exactly. Absolutely. We believe in the importance of those things. Somebody else no, no, we didn't. Yeah. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> I'm the giant flying Don't beaver, and you didn't answer. hear any of what we just said. Uh, oh, goodness. man. Pretty the funny. Giant flying sure. yeah. You're the giant you flying are. beaver? Oh, my God. This whole oh, time I, guess, I thought we've actually had a portal. No, I'm just, you know, pretending Correct. that's that what it would sound like, but obviously he doesn't. Oh. That's true. Yes, oh, so don't okay. worry. Um, that was scary. So that was the was one thing. Moment. The game was okay. And uh, I thought that... Uh, I actually thought that Prince, the halftime show, I thought was pretty good. I, I've always thought Prince is a weird guy, but a good musician. So I think he pretty much got the, oh. both those things across during a show. I have a ritual weird guy, good musician. during the Super Bowl that I... I uh, gouge my eyes out with a salad fork during the halftime show. So I'm I was going to say, the year. only minute of the Super Bowl that I don't watch is the entire halftime show. Is that show. one? I have I, to say, because you can't this get was up a good one, though, I have to say. And it was, it was a good game for three and a half quarters, so you can't get up during the game. So at some point, the bladder is dying, and the halftime show is a great time to go sit in and a so it takes you a half hour? half an hour. I was yes. just going to say, I mean, it takes please, you a half hour to only, empty your bladder? It's the only way, I wish it did, because it's the only way to save your sanity. Halftime shows in general are about the biggest I agree, they're terrible, but this one was actually pretty humanity. good. I was surprised, because they I always mean, were terrible. But this is pretty good. I love Paul McCartney, and even Paul McCartney's halftime show was not enjoyable, because it still had the property of being a halftime show. You know, I might you be having a, a deja vu moment, 
because I believe we did have a Super Bowl discussion a year ago when the MEP report actually existed. Um, did but we? That wasn't would shock it, me. I think we did. And wasn't it about just the, the uber-corporatization of everything that makes everything relating to the Super Bowl so crappy, including the halftime show? It's like instead of good musicians, we're going to have the FedEx version of good musicians where they have to, like, show ads every two seconds and pimp, like, products and corporate logos while they're singing their songs which they sing for 30 huh. seconds apiece remember it was the motown theme last year and they like transitioned for every 10 seconds to some other huge motown legend who got to sing right for 10 right, right right oh which was right terrible. right i remember that terrible okay yep well we do tend to talk about but it really was terrible last year it was terrible last year though i mean this was better you guys did hear the other thing about the prince show right did you hear the controversy about it that uh there are people who claim stuck in traffic no, no, no. There was, uh, in, there, there was this one part of the show, which you guys wouldn't know because you didn't see it. There was this one part of the show where uh, there was this big sort of sheet that came up over this light, and he was playing silhouetted against the sheet. And there's this one part of it okay. where he was taking his guitar, and his guitar was shaped like the symbol, you know, when he was not Prince, but you know, he was the artist formerly known as Prince who had a symbol. And, like yeah, he had a guitar shaped like that symbol. symbol. Yes, yes, he did. Wow. Which was okay. weird. But at one point, he was holding it in front of him, and there were some people who were claiming that it was a... Uh, Phallically oriented, let's say, yes. And yeah. then there were a bunch of people who countered it with, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. So I just thought I'd throw that out there, that apparently oh, we've become which, so Puritan that that's the case. That's yeah. a good point. For those of you who've seen our video about the Boston thing, you should look for the, the hidden four hidden phallic symbols that we have put in the video for your little <laughs> Easter eggs. You should look for those. And, and then you should email story and greg at mepreport.com so we know what the hell they are, because we'd like to know. Yeah, let you know. Only Russ knows, it. and he wouldn't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the phallic symbol, Russ? Never mind. No, yes, actually, definitely, that by hour six and a half of putting it together, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> in our it's hilarious probably, middle of the morning thing. I would argue that it might be the only video in history that's been that popular without somehow referencing either sex or violence. I think that, that it's possible that that's the that's case. That's true. And and to replace that void, it is instead Star Wars. four and a half minutes of the middle finger <laughs> instead. Oh, <laughs> with, yeah. That's true. Uh, with a gratuitous <laughs> train bombing scene. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, all right, there fine. is that. It which wasn't is squeaky slightly, clean. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the I cleanest like video ever. Show it to your children. Danish. Don't yes. explain why there's middle fingering. No. You know what we didn't Sesame show in the video? What we didn't show is that a lot of news networks actually, like, I think there is actually one thing that where it's blurred out. I think we did have at least really? one clip where it's blurred out. There was one, the guy holding up the sign. Clips. The guy holding up the sign, it, the, the CBF network that was taking the picture made him cover up the middle finger part of it. He was, like, huh. holding it up as a prize, and it's covered up. And I think there might be the ad gone bad, I think, is actually blurry, too. Not that I've it's watched this out. video 500 times or anything, and I'm doing this or from like that. But you ad gone bad, it's also blurred, blurred out. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that I'm we'd cover sure. the non-blurred. Speaking of which, do no. you guys remember that Seinfeld episode where George gets that Schumann, or, well, he gets the, the Broadway tune stuck in his head? And then Jerry explains to him that Schumann went crazy because he got one note stuck in his head, and George freaks out about that. <laughs> I have not this seen that. I don't know bit. the don't know the episode. I do dream yeah. in Augustana now. It's true. So yeah, I between can editing the video, refreshing the YouTube <laughs> screen, and then just listening to it on a regular basis because I like the video. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's really having bad effects on my lifestyle right now. It's not. I good for I me. concur. 
far too much. Surprisingly, we've reacted to this in a somewhat similar manner. So I, I was talking before the show about how I need to listen to it, like, every morning when I wake up immediately to get me pumped up. You know, whenever I'm feeling a little bit down, I'll listen to it. It's basically become a drug for me. It's basically become a low-level a low level so pick-me-up. coffee with this thing. I know, right? <laughs> Unlikely. Unlikely. So but, it know, is entirely possible that out of the 25,000 views, 24,997 of yeah. them are you guys. That is that is possible. No. It is possible. No. And we just paid people to comment. Yes. You should entertain that as a possibility. But it's or we just started a whole bunch of profiles. I'll, Hello, I'm I John Smith. I will at 500. Bob. Yeah. Halo 2 Girl. There's no way more than 500 of them are mine. Not a chance. Not one more than that. <laughs> I see. Gonna draw a bright line. Yeah. Craig's I'm happy as the, as the owner of the account that posted it, I can refresh, um, you know, infinite amount of times without it showing up on the numbers. So that's good Oh, for okay. Me. Well, that's good. Then, I would never then count that, my yeah. own refreshes. I, I'm very yep. excited then. That, uh, that shows somebody else <laughs> because outside they're of counting us actually mine. watched it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> so one of the things that was a little bit bizarre, I was noticing today, they had a list of, um, they had a new list of the people were polled on their favorite U.S. landmarks. And okay. uh, one of the ones that was topping that was the list was the Empire State Building, which was, you know, and it struck Did me they that they mentioned a couple of... landmarks. Well, see, I, you, you're, you're, you're exactly where I'm going with this, because more or less, a lot of these <laughs> landmarks are based the on towers. the ones that haven't yet been yeah. knocked down by terrorists or fallen oh, of their Jesus own accord. Right. And, wow. like, I, and I, I struck me Awful. that, well, I mean, I mean, I'm serious, like, it's, you know, it's, it's the case. So, it, it struck me that there was something a little bit bizarre about that. Like, I mean, I know you can't put an asterisk by a list, because it has to be whatever the landmarks currently are, but... I mean, you know, they, they, of course it's the Empire State Building, because before it was, it used to be the tallest landmark, and then there were the World Trade Centers, and now there aren't, and then it's once again the tallest landmark again. So, I, I don't really like know that, where I'm going with that, except to say that there's something about bizarre about it. Have the new competition for the Seven Wonders of the World, where they're just trying to rename yes. the new Seven Wonders, based on yes, things? Yes, I did to rename them? Based on popular vote. Well, they're yeah. trying to. They're what? saying new seven wonders, like the current seven wonders that all exist, and they're having this like vote everywhere, and it's slowly. Dude, that means they're going to make Chris Dachi really from American thing. Idol one of the seven wonders of the world. What happens if we like, if you put this up to popular no, vote? The like, original what list wonder? was pared down to things that like at least for the most part, are reasonable. I mean, there's clearly a couple that are just sort of ridiculous, but in general, Such like, as. they started out with a list of all possible contenders, and, you know, and they're going from there. I looked at this a, a while ago. I haven't, I haven't been back, so I don't remember off the top of my head, but there were a couple, mostly American ones, I think, that made me go, really? Mm, that's kind of lame. Oh, so, no kidding. But, yeah, new7wonders.com with the digit 7. New digit seven wonders dot com. That's where it is. Welcome to the election of the new seven wonders of the world. I see. That's uh, actually that's, you yeah, know what I, I just heard. I don't remember any of the monuments either. I just remember that there were countries who were extremely excited about lobbying for like whatever little mountain right. range or whatever they wanted to have added in there for the tourism value that it would get if they won. That's basically the concept there. So most of the actually, things that are left are pretty legitimate. Near Machu Picchu and St. Basil's Cathedral and, you know, the Hagia Sophia and the Eiffel Tower, things you'd expect. The Statue right, of Liberty is still in there just because the Americans need to think something is cool that they've done. The famous Corn Palace but, of South Dakota. 
Oh, that would be cool. Now, see, that's an actual possible wonder, but that's not. I've seen it. It's not in the realize. I mean, I've seen the Corn Palace. It was or the Fort Lauderdale oh, offshore oil rig platform. Yeah, that's a good one too. Dick Cheney. And yet it's land that vexes the imagination. Well, actually, I'm just looking at this poll, and they actually have... Now, granted, the people had a choice of 248 structures, and they selected, you know, out of those, they ranked, you know, whatever, their top five. But I do have to say that, for some reason, the World Trade Center ended up as 19th. Now, does that reflect that there's some people in America who aren't aware that they um, no longer Yeah, that would definitely uh, violate standing? the rules. Which is the same reason that they can't vote disturbing. for like Hanging Gardens in Babylon because they don't exist <laughs> right. anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I love the Colossus of Rhodes, except there is no Colossus anymore in front of yeah. Rhodes. Maybe um, they mean that, you know, the cleanup site. They really love the cleanup site. <laughs> like right Browns, now. they love Browns Zero. Oh really my God. Sad yeah. The sad fact is, I can name for you a large number of the old wonders of the world because of the game Civilization Three and having to oh, build. Oh, of course. Well, naturally. Yeah, that's a reasonable reason. observatory is a small wonder, I believe. So is the, the Hoover Dam is a modern wonder. Because I built it in the 20th century version right. of my Persian civilization. So they could build a Hoover Dam, that why game not? That is great for that. Sure oh, and the other that. part of the gimmick is that they're announcing it on 777. So that's that's a big reason for the timing. Huh. So that, yeah. yeah. Are they having Jim so Carrey talk about it in the 23 year. movie or something? Yeah, be stupid. Yes, that's the follow. Oh, good lord! Yeah, so be interesting to see. Because but seven, I was just struck seven, by that. Seven. Add it together, and it's twenty-one. Two plus one is three. Twenty-three. Again. <laughs> yes. Can't escape it. Um. Right. Can't that is almost it. as good as the person who posted in response to our video that they had some math equation where you subtract some things that and add other things. Yeah. Nine eleven oh one equals twenty-three and. 13107 equals 23, and therefore they equal each other, and they both equal 23. And Jim Carrey is Osama bin Laden, and see, here's the mayor my thing. Boston. Say that it Jim equals Carrey's all those things, and it comes out to 23. HF movie. Sorry. <laughs> is there, like, there's one thing if it comes to like, yes, Captain. like I don't understand. It doesn't even reflect like a typical look. Like, there's nothing particularly sinister about the number 23. Does does everything adding up to Michael 23 Jordan, mean man. that the world is going okay. to end at the, at Crazy. 23? Don you know Madden what I mean? Like like. 23, you know. Even, that even really the commercial out. for the movie was was absurd. Like, the third fact that's supposed to scare you, after the, the first big one where they're like, the Earth rotates on an axis of 23 degrees, you're like, okay, that's something. And then the second fact is, Kurt Cobain killed himself on a number that equals 23. I'm like, Kurt Cobain? <laughs> that's the second thing you're going to, the history of life. And then the third flat. thing yeah. was, Cobain's the third thing was, Kurt Cobain. The third thing was Kurt Cobain rotated when he was alive on an axis of 23 degrees. And you're like, all right, that's that's interesting. I hadn't yeah. I hadn't really that's thought of that. Screwy, before. but doesn't really scare me. It's really It'd be funny if the guy temperature of water is 11 the guy, above 23, and by 11 I mean nine, and nine plus 11 is nine 11, which adds up to 23. <laughs> No. Oh, and no. Then you just stop and people scream. My God, it's the and face. People scream for 20 minutes. <laughs> it's the and then it's they're the like, face of God. In Look, post 9/11 part of this preview. <laughs> everything has changed. You will now watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's true. Because really, like, I mean, it's uh, almost like they keep. I think there's going to be a point in society where anyone, people are going to say something with a, you know, a vaguely ominous music, and it's going to freak people out for no reason. Like, they're just going to be like, and that's when he saw the ice cream cone. Oh. And then all of a sudden, it's just oh like, doo, 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 doo. Gosh, and it's all, and you're, and you're like, why head. is that freaky? You're like, in and a post-9-11 world, ice cream cones are freaky, you know? 
but I think the first six digits of pi add up to 23. But feel free to check my work on that. <laughs> the first how many digits? Yes. I think the first, the first six, six. I think 3.14159. An objective adds up to 23. number. That's <laughs> clearly where you should draw the line. Because the first seven numbers, there's nothing significant about that. No, that's the just first stupid. four. No, no, no just clearly to draw the line and say the amount of pi that I have memorized. Some people go to a million digits. I oh, go to okay. six. Six is plenty for yeah, me. Yeah, basically so those, the I end up with three. Those, three point one four. One point three billion. We just don't know yet. So all yeah, right. So it's fine. What is it? Three point one four. Three point one four one five nine. Yep, twenty three. You're quite right. Damn. There you go. Oh my God. You know what else? I am better I got than the marketing for you. team behind the movie. Because that should totally have been better than Kurt Cobain. Yeah. All of us on the show, the first all of us on the show think of pie. And then they could have shown a clip from the movie of Pi, and, oh and that would have been scarier exactly. that been good. than anything they actually a, had. A large man yeah. eating a pie with the, a jersey that had 23 <laughs> on his back? Carbon exactly. saying, punch that pie, yeah. punch that pie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I've got some other things, though, actually, which is a little bit eerie. None of us in this show, all of us in the show, think that George W. Bush is a nothing, right? If you subtract George W. Bush, then, from 23, you end up with... Oh, my God. 23! Oh, my God, no! To, I was like, wait a minute. Is he actually saying something? Numerology, said, well... <laughs> no, no. Oh! Yeah. This no, actually segues into a great topic that Story will be stunned and love at the same time. What's that? Um, <laughs> There was some article yeah. about uh, quantum mechanics in maybe the Times or something, and it just I, it made me go to Wikipedia, and then this article from Wikipedia made me take out a book on quantum mechanics because, you know, it's okay. just sort of a hobby or something. And so I started reading about this principle right. of quantum mechanics called entanglement, which basically disproves the universe. It either disproves our, our, our concept of the universe, and either it disproves our concept of the universe or it just means that we don't know what the hell we're talking about in general. Um, and to make it as simplistic as possible, is there a wind blowing across the desert of the mind? I thought I heard something. Anyway, <laughs> the entanglement, that's what I was listening to. So I was like, um, I think it might have been my cat. Fair but, enough. Yeah, sure. The entanglement principle basically states that two particles can become entangled through various processes, which are not important, like an electron moving from one state to another state will release two particles, and once these particles are entangled, they will forever affect one another. So if you change the polarity on one, the other one will be changed. Now, the weird okay. part comes, if you move the two particles a million miles apart, and you change the polarity from positive to negative on one, then the other one will instantaneously change no matter how far away it is from the first one, which violates things like the speed of light, because obviously it would be traveling faster than the speed of light and have this change happen instantaneously. And so basically this idea that these subatomic particles can A, be in two places at once, B, affect each other instantaneously over an infinite distance, makes a mockery of like everything that science is supposed to believe in as far as the rules of the universe. And so, yeah, this is bad. I see. I'm on board. I like it. Yeah. But it's and coming from science that science is being disproven. It is. Right? And the fact is Which that is most issue. quantum physicists, what they're good at is predicting within a percentage where one of these particles will be. They can't ever say a photon is here. Right. They can only say oh, there's yeah. a 75% chance that a photon will be here. And even quantum though it's amazing, is the gateway to everything that I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I mean, if you're going to approach even, it from a scientific thing, even though you hear that, folks, quantum mechanics is the gateway drug to Story's brain. If you want to know what Russ knows every like day, that. you just go through quantum mechanics and you'll end up there. 
something like that. And the thing like is that. that even those quantum, those quantum physicists who are that good to tell you the accuracy of a given thing, they don't intuitively understand why. It doesn't make any sense to any of them. They won't be like, oh, well, this makes sense because of this. They're just like, no, this is just the rules. And we know how to follow the rules, but we don't know what the hell it means. So that also poses a problem to, you know, science and its theory of the I universe. I see. Right. Yeah, and I like it. See, the problem is most of the creationists and the evangelicals are just not smart enough to pick up on this. They just couldn't wrap their you know, mind around it. They would get lost at the, what do you mean smaller than a table? The Bible says there isn't anything smaller than a table. How can you talk about photons? <laughs> the table is as small as anything gets. And so they wouldn't <laughs> even get old. to that argument. But they should use right. it because the physicists would have to grant them, well, you know what, you're right. We don't know what the hell we're talking about. You're right. And well, it's all based on faith, just like <clears throat> everything else. That's really what it comes well, down to. Well, I was just going right. to say, just I was thinking about... Faith as religion, as everything else so that you ever believe if, or think. If quantum mechanic <laughs> adherents sort of are the, you know, the the hippies, the you know, the pot smoking hippies of the uh, of the scientific community, then I'm wondering who the opposite of the, them is. I mean, who's the most sort of rigid? No, it works this way, and this is how it is, and shut up and don't ever question me. Like, who's the, the who's the, the straight laced? Would yeah. be like the the people the who believe in Einstein. No, the oh, right, right. theory of relativity <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. The ones who are like, it's all relative. Those people are so goddamn rigid, I swear to God. Einstein did. Yeah. You know those guys. Right, okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's what actually, so, the funny so they thing would, about entanglement, and which is crazy to me, is that I just thought this was all new, but apparently Einstein predicted that if you pursue quantum uh, mechanics to its conclusion that you would come up with entanglement. This was back in the 1930s. He theoretically came up with this problem. And then it was, you know, another 30 years later in the 70s when they're like, oh, we have this problem that we've discovered in the lab. And Einstein was right. And so I, I just, you know, I the, the fact this has been a problem for 80 years and that they've been looking for a unified theory to make sense of this is just... Yep, it's and they weird still that, can't do it. Yeah, because I like to think of it, okay, in my lifetime we had this theory of relativity that explained everything, and then this brand new thing came along that we don't have a handle on yet that messes everything up. But the thing that messes everything up has been around for 80 years now, which poses a problem to me, that my whole life nobody's really known what they were talking about. Sort of well, except for Einstein. Right. Like, I'm beginning to think that Einstein predicted everything. So if you could just find Einstein's journals, I'm sure he explains you also, and us. I maybe. would like to read that part. He was the Yes. only reached 25,000 people. <laughs> He's like, and then, when they put up the light bright, a video will be made about by the MEP report. I, I can foresee it. He's like a kind version of the Star Wars Emperor. He's like, you know, he doesn't have a Darth Vader, but he's a kind version of the Emperor, basically. He oh, foresaw Yoda everything. see the future, too. He doesn't have to be evil. Dude, Yoda is much more in the quantum mechanics end than somebody like uh, Einstein would be. That's all I gotta say. Why? Because Yoda's much more of a kind of intangible, you know, the force is out there, and it's my ally, but I can't really tell you what it is. You have to feel it for yourself. You know, you must let go of what you've learned, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, he strikes me as much more on the fringe of kind of, you know... Jedi theology in general, I think, is based on this idea. Jedis are not exactly... They can't tell you, oh, yeah, well, the force works this way. Like, until until Lucas lost his mind and started bringing in the stupid midichlorians and all that right. crap. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's, which you know, whatever. That's after he lost his mind between movies somewhere so that yes. the older civilization knows about the science of the force and the younger civilization is like it's mystical 
it's with well, me. Well, no, it's like they did it. They, they did another one of those lists. Yeah. They're like top things that reasons the force exists, and like you know, they obviously that nobody knew the science anymore, and they're like, well, I think it's, it's uh, I think it's some strange Yoda thing. That's that's what, and that wins the no, number one list. It's all about it, though, the list, yeah. right? And it Yoda, who is alive in all six movies, off the face of the earth forgot. in the in the prequels. So since they didn't, the Jedi culture in the temple and everything yes. was dead, and nobody knew what a Jedi was. And Yoda, years later, Yoda is, Yoda is the detectors. Yoda is he the knew, problem. but he didn't want to tell anybody. Yoda was like, I don't want to tell anybody. Yoda was alive Story. all the time and he knew. He was banished. What, is he going to bring all his technical equipment to the forest moon or wherever the hell he lived? That crazy exactly. swamp moon? He's going to bring his midichlorian detector in case something in the next 500 years. They bring the word the you're looking yeah, for is Dagobah. Thank you. And I've totally <laughs> made up for my gaff two shows ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally re-won, reclaimed my Star Wars nerd crown. Right. Uh, he's not bringing that shit to Dagobah, man. He's got to let it go. Yeah. All right. It's in the swamp. Fair enough. All right. I'm just saying he could at least say, you know, the midichlorian count is high. That was yeah, one of the stupidest moves, though. His dad's midichlorian count was run. high. It's like you don't Plus, need I mean, look, to look. put someone through the NFL look. combine if they're Lawrence Taylor's kid. You just know that they're fit. You're like Lawrence exactly. Taylor's kid. He's obviously going to be a monster. Right. That's great. Like, and I mean, seriously, like, do you think it would be more impressive to Luke? Would it be more impressive to Luke for Yoda to point his hand towards the swamp, and then as he's oh, bringing the X-Wing out, he's like, now, see what you do. Midichlorians amount is what I have. Like, I mean, Luke would be yeah, like, what? Right. Like, he would just, like, you know, he wants to make it mystical. Set up under the swamp, right. and he just brings, like, furniture up whenever he needs it. It's all buried there, <laughs> and then he uses the force. He's like, shade. Oh, no. <laughs> he, yeah. He's just, it's his story. And then he keeps a little, he, he little list. He's like, that cost 100 midichlorians. I've got to I gotta remember to cut down on my yeah, midichlorians. Yeah, exactly. A long time so ago, the galaxy far, vegetables. far away. Swamps yeah. storage for ancient Jedis. Yep, absolutely. Bomb. I know. Bomb. It's certainly true. Yeah. Dude, that would be but a I mean, you know, wow. for those storage places. They should totally do that. That's way better. Oh, yeah. I mean, Better how exciting can storage be as a concept to market in the first place? You show, like, a it's large true. empty space and people get excited because they're pat rat packs. Stuff will be there. Pack rats. Pack rats. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> no, they're also no. Frank they are Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They walk up to storage places and they're like, eh, yeah, she... Yeah, I'm gonna sing you a song. Wait, 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 no, 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 not Sammy Davis Jr. What are you talking about? He was part of the Rat Pack. Yeah, Sammy but Davis he Jr. Say, yeah. but he didn't. He didn't sound like freaking else. like Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, but he I've wasn't like, gosh, I'm Chevy Davis. piling up and I want to pay yeah. you. Flag. I'm Chevy Davis, she. I'm boop 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 boop. Yeah, she. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Not everybody says she. Everybody says that. Space. Dude, the Not Red Sox, they were all gangstery. They were like that. The That's what they did. I see. Yeah. I get a kick out of storage. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> don't get no yeah. kick from yard sales. Da 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 da. Clearing uh, out things is not what it brings. Do That's it for why me. I will store yeah. you. Cause I get a kick out of Yoda. Out of storage. Something. Boop yeah. boop. Nothing wrong with storage. Borage. 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 Chlorophyll? The answer More is like borage. Chlorophyll? Am I right? 
Sorry, that was Billy Madison. Yeah. Oh, yes. The right. answer okay. is porridge. <laughs> in case, in case you're right. wondering. That would clearly have fit in the song. Thank you. It's too bad yeah. I couldn't come up with that. Uh, because that's about... They're equally exciting and enticing concepts. Storage and porridge. Yes. They're about mm-hmm. scintillating. They they get kids up in the morning at an equal rate. Yeah. It is. Do, what do you guys make of the fact that we're beginning to see these storage things? I mean, obviously this happened for a while, but now it's just sort of exploded, at least where I'm in New York, where you just have all these huge abandoned warehouses being <laughs> made into storage facilities. Where Property is five million dollars a square foot, (laughs) and we're all trapped on this island that everyone values for no reason. Then I think it's more stuff than anything. People want to put stuff somewhere else so they can enjoy yeah, see, their space well, and breathe yeah, in it. There's two combine that with consumer concepts. And there's one problem with your theory. George Bush is yes. begging us to spend. Go shopping, please. Go shopping, says George Bush. And so people please shop for things they don't need, and they have nowhere to put the things. Right. And please convince your friends in China and Japan to not sell our bonds and keep our economy afloat for one more month. Please, please. please. One more please, month. Please. please, God. <laughs> I know, it's true. Please, God. It's totally true. But, yeah. I mean, so the, the, the storage facilities themselves, it's just very distressing to think of the point where I'm going to have to... Because that's the thing about storage. Short-term storage, you can go back and actually get that stuff. Most storage is essentially just graveyards for this stuff, right? Because you're never really going to go back to the storage ever. Uh, it goes in the storage and it stays there. there, right? I think you just had a winning idea. What's that? Graveyards. He doesn't even storage. know what it is. Put it together. Come on. Come on. There you go. Uh, Bury people in storage units. I think you that's combine cool. the yes. two concepts. You get to yeah. visit your old relative and get out the old patio set that you didn't want to use last year <laughs> at the same time. Maybe you prop up their body <laughs> oh in the old God. patio Maximum set. Maximum efficiency. And you can see them you at the really same think time. people need the 40 square feet or whatever that the grave takes up? It's just a coffin, man. You can put all kinds of stuff in there. And you already own the land. So, yeah. I see. And you don't have to pay any extra for it. We're already wasting it on this stupid, you know, antiquated concept of graveyards to begin with. So you may as well make it useful for the So is this like shopper. a self-service deal where you could, like, go, you know, at any 24 hours? If you want to go see, you know, your great-grandfather at 2 in the morning, you could actually just go out and just go to the place and do that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a new brand of storage facility, a new brand of graveyard. It's like graveyard plus storage. And so <laughs> they just allow you to do it, and they don't, you know... They don't graveyard 2K7. You, you try to put an old beach umbrella, you know, next to Grandma. Yeah, but see, Grandma, I... I yeah. Um, I mean, God forbid if you take the, the wrong thing out. Can you get me that, that, that recliner? That you like Not the, the cop least? and the recliner! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, that's true. And oh, that's a good point. Hopefully yes. the relatives and the people you bury, theoretically, at least that you'd want to visit, are the people you like the most. So this is kind uh, of a weird combination of you, like, get out your kitschy old garbage that you didn't have well, the heart yeah. to throw away. This and gives grandma. you incentive to go back to your garbage every once in a while because there's something good in there, i.e. the dead Not body. only that. Not only that, if you know the principle, what? you know the you know you the principle of regifting, right? You stay for the vintage coasters. That's <laughs> now that looks great on a billboard. <laughs> and you that, know that that looks that, that's tremendous. Plus, you know the principle of regifting, right? You take a gift that you previously had and you regift it. So you could, you know, maybe somebody else would like a grandmother that they really liked what? that they could actually visit. You just regift. Funereal gifts. 
You re what are we talking about? What? It eliminates the back-breaking labor I got of you the bones diggers. of grandma. <laughs> because now you throw away the shovels, you just put them, you put them in a cabinet. Put them in a cabinet. So now they're in a cabinet. You can open it up, you can look at them, you can tell your kids they stories about them. They are in the kitchen cabinet. <laughs> That's great. You go, hey kids, you want to go visit? It's like a zombie flash video. You want to go visit the story? <laughs> hey, open it. Take a look. What's in that cabinet? Ah! Oh, oh, yeah. my, oh my old G.I. Joe's! There's a figure in my G.I. Joe's! In there. Oh, <laughs> we really, we really should have put, put some formaldehyde on that or something. Yeah, oh, that would have been dude, a God almighty. Oh, you know wow. what happened with my storage? My freaking Mossman, He-Man character would stink up the grave cabinet. That would be a problem. It would make everything smell like moss, and then I would get freaked out as if my grandma had been reincarnated as some kind oh. of swamp zombie. Dude, this actually segues You have an actual Mossman? No, no. This, you really this, have an extra muscle? I'm sorry, I'm taking this over. I do. This okay, is very similar <laughs> to the greatest... I'm overriding you, I'm sorry. To the greatest storage of collectible story in the history of the world, which, of course, is a story from my wow. childhood. So, okay. when, I was, of course. when I was growing up in California, when I was very young, when I was, like, age... Four, I think. Actually, we're gonna it was do the first a little time I ever went to New Mexico. All the so, all the yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I was living in California, and we actually took this trip to I New Mexico. For, the first time I had ever been to Arizona or New Mexico. You got a song about them, huh? You got a song about New Mexico, punk? Because there aren't any. New Mexico is today. Yeah. Albuquerque so dream, Albuquerque right. dream. It. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Clayton. This guy's something to say. <laughs> all, of, all of a sudden, Russ Someday. is giving you the disco remix of California. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all there the leaves go. are. Um, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so right. I was living in California, and we took a trip to Arizona, New Mexico. First time I'd ever been to Grand Canyon, Albuquerque, Santa okay. Fe, all those places. And I contracted right. the chicken pox like just before just before at some birthday party like shortly before leaving and it incubates That's for a good while timing. so my first chicken pox broke out like three hours into this trip and by the time we hit the grand canyon i cared about nothing except how much i itched oh my I was god like, maybe yes i got the chicken pox anyway. my first trip to disney world I thought I, Russell was going to say, that was you? Crazy. I saw this kid in the Grand Canyon. I'm like, man, I that kid is... Kid, <laughs> I was five. He was four. And we were at the Grand Canyon. And we've oh, been extremely funny. linked ever since. Aliens exactly. abducted us at the same time. Uh, and we finally okay. ex explained how Russ sure and I are linked together. the same strain of chicken I, pox. I think this actually right. came out... I think... Amazingly, though you were amazed by it, I, I want to say we already brought this out on a MEP report before, on uh, uh, on the MEP report about Disneyland. So it's I'm not that amazed. much of a revelation. Boo. Hopefully I'm our listeners are, have the same <laughs> memory as you do. That's anyway. Right. Okay, so, so you had chicken pox, Grand Canyon, so, right? <laughs> right. So I was just inconsolable, and this whole trip Brand was a great pox, area Canyon. and whatever. I didn't care. It was just pox, 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 a pox on all your houses, a pox on me. I hated it. The Grand Canyon, nice. all I wanted to do was jump in because the, the itching would stop. It was terrible. So... We get to what is actually one of my favorite places in the entire known universe now, now that I've gotten familiar with it, which is the La Fonda Hotel in Santa Fe, this beautiful hotel. And we stayed there, and they is had... Is that Kip's uh, girlfriend from Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. <laughs> and um, we had... Uh, Retroactively. Right. Um, yes. So, yeah, so we... 
This ancient hotel. How many more times renamed. can we derail For story story? <laughs> I know. Oh, many. Many, many. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. We have so you're in the hotel. Over time in the yes. Fonda, man. So we're in, you're in the hotel. To re- <laughs> refer to La Fonda. <laughs> we're in the hotel. And uh, I, I have a root beer, and it's this brand that I've never seen that at the time was only distributed in New Mexico and since then has made it out to some other places. And it's called Blue Sky Root Beer, and it had the absolute coolest can that I have ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, I've got to save this can. This can is great. And my parents were like, well, that's a little weird, but he's in such a bad mood, whatever. And this spawned my soda can collection, which I started over the next three or four years, like seriously becoming a collector of different aluminum soda cans. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. These are, you know, they're all different. They change all the time. They're colorful. They're wonderful. So, they're this, aluminum. you know, but yeah, this was great. And they, you know, they humored it. And I, I built up a, you know, collection in about three or four years of maybe, yeah, 80 or 100 cans, 60, 60, 80, 100 cans or something. And we had them all, okay. kept them all under the bed, I think, in this, in this tray. Well, where we were living in Visalia, and then it came time to move. We were going to move to Washington, D.C., sort of at the culmination point of this collection. And it was Can sort I of ask like, a question, well, you story? have to bring... Quickly, yeah. Just very quickly. What did the chicken pox have to do with any of that? I just wanted to know why that detail was added. It was just a color commentary. I had to make Russ say, oh my God. <laughs> okay, all right. And, and by the way, time. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Just checking. It sort of explains <laughs> why my parents would start down the road of letting me have a can collection in the first ah, place. Ah, okay, okay, right, right. Duress. Gives I mean, context. Okay. How I've always told I'm the there. story. I've been telling the story for 20 years, man. I don't change it. Up I'm sorry. Much, so, far, you know, far be it for me to, to disrupt you now. No. After you. <laughs> so anyway, I think you should add some um, things in. And then there was a scorpion. It didn't sting me. I just right. saw it. So anyway, I'm yeah. in this restaurant. So, so it's like this debate about like, do we bring the can collection to DC or do we put it actually in storage, where we ended up putting a lot of stuff, and it's been sort of sitting under the under the bed. And it's like, well, what do we do? And as we're hauling it out. We sort of shake a can, and the can rattles. And we're like, that's kind of weird. And we get another can, and that can also rattles. And we start, like, shaking the whole... And it's nothing but this cacophony of rattling. And we tip it over to see what's making it rattle. And out fall two corpses of cockroaches. And every single one of these cans in this can collection I've had has been mined for their last little bit of sugary juice by the plentiful cockroaches that we have in this very hot part of California. And every single one of these cans has become a tomb for two to five cockroaches each who went to their grave looking who couldn't escape sugary joy it's like a raccoon trap and like they see the shiny thing escape. it was like i mean it was like a better they can never let go we actually had roach motels in the bathroom that were less effective than these cans, than these cans. And, and it was the most disgusting thing i have ever encountered i was afraid of soda cans for like months and months so i was going to say because, because you only assume that they came in right. after you drank them you were only yeah, assuming they came exactly. afterwards, not beforehand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just had the bad luck <laughs> of getting sodas. All of them had cockroaches. Yeah. Raisins. That's similar to yeah. why I don't eat raisins. I don't eat raisins, which is one of the, like, maybe one and a half foods that I will not eat. Okay. Because uh, one time it was a box of raisins. The other brand. one, which is, is soda, actually. Yeah, which <laughs> is half enough. food. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> had a box of raisin bran as a kid, poured it into the thing, and... Out came Raisin Bran and Ants. 
Lots oh, that horror. happened to me. <laughs> that same thing happened horror. to me. It freaked me out. <laughs> My grandmother poured cornflakes into a bowl, and ants came out, and it freaked the hell out of me. And she was just like, I don't know what you're so upset about. I'm like, no, I don't know why I'd be upset at seeing ants flying out into my bowl. Why on earth would that freak me out, Grandma? Thanks. Certainly, just seven-year-olds aren't freaked out by this at all. like ant larvae, and if you don't eat it fast enough, it becomes <laughs> ants. Reason Brad is it. It's like a bad standard. Soylent Green outtake. Dude, yeah, I can totally see I that. I see another video coming already. The oh, ant walking God. out of the raisin brain. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, yeah, that's sort of like a zombie again. flash video. Zombie Which flash made me think of that. Point. Yeah, exactly. Just for <laughs> yeah, you zoom in. You zoom in on the box of raisin bran, and then an ant busts out of it. And it's like, ah! oh my god! And shakes his pincers back made and forth. This video, oh, that's if we awesome. cut our video in half and made the second half zombie flash video. Oh, it would scare I everybody. I have already. And been they would there, never so watch I've again. Already, it already occurred to me as a video. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I when mean, I was obviously originally sending you every... the first cut of what I was doing, you're like, I really oh, hope Rusty puts zombies out in there. I really thought about it, yeah, when we were editing it. I was like, if he did, he would so get me. I have volume cranked. I'm so excited and pumped up about this. And I would, like, never sleep again my entire life. And be over. Oh, I missed my chance. My That's pretty funny. Oh, it's true. Well, you know, you had there are lots of examples that, but I would never that people have. an idea me. with you. And yeah. <laughs> true. But, you know, that example of, like, food being, like, there are a lot of examples as kids where, like, that happened once with that, and there have been other cases where something that you expect to be safe and obviously edible gets opened up, and it's just not so much. It, it happened uh, a similar way with um, a piece of pizza that had a bug crawling on it that was extraordinarily disgusting. It was not surprising, really, but when you first think that what you're looking at is, like, a, a sausage, and then it turns out that it's actually a cricket or, or something like that, that's... Yeah, that's a little disturbing. Well, I have the to point be of living is the point. Living and not processed and prepared for consumption. Right, right but I mean, right, Perhaps. right, you know, not right, yes. But I mean, if even if you're eating something raw and living, if you're into that kind of thing, which I'm certainly not, I could see you being sort of, you know, geared up for it. You know, you brace yourself, you're like, okay, this is a living thing, rather than having something which is, you know, it'd be like eating one of those, like, uh, you know, like a Thai soup, um, you know, for Thai food, and then having one of it be like living eels. You know, you don't want eels in your noodle soup. You just don't want that. There's nothing... I like eel. Eel's delicious. Yes, but not living. living eel. And not in your soup. No. Yes. Correct. I like how you clarified <laughs> Thai soup as though we could have been thinking of a soup made of neckties. <laughs> hey, like, who you know, knows, you given what we've been talking about, soup that storage was going to confuse everybody. And, yeah. I know, it's so true. When I went you to a Japanese a restaurant and ate eel for the first time, the guy, the person was actually like, oh, you know, so here's this eel dish. And they said, would you like to select your eel? I'm like, uh, no, I've seen Jaws, thanks. I do not want to select my eel my and then have the evil mother eel come back and kill me in my sleep, like when I'm sitting on the toilet. I know how these things work. I've seen this stuff before. No, I do not want to select my eel. I am a anonymous customer in the it's restaurant. Come you up select the my toilet? eel. Really? That's there was a point as when I was a kid where there was a concept. deep concern I had that you know things could come out of the toilet. You had fear and who knew when that was going to happen. Coming up there out of the toilet. Well, not eel specifically. Really evil but. horror movie. That I don't remember the name of it. It was kind of like Gremlins, but like more evil Gremlins. Little creatures with spiky things that just basically cannibalize people. And mm-hmm. one of the things in the movie is one of them actually hid in a toilet and like waited for a guy to come and sit down and then started eating him. And that was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I was like, don't make me afraid of the toilet. Who in their right mind would make a movie trying to make me afraid of the toilet? This is not good for anybody. No. 
Fear of the toilet yeah, harms just, everyone. No matter what, it's just like you can make people, people afraid holding of the shower. It. And people holding it is never good, it's not good for, for anyone. Right. You end up with it becomes publicly acceptable to go in your pants. It's it's just no good. No one's best well, interests are served. You know, Vivian Lee. Not Vivian Lee, is it Janet Lee? The, the actress in Psycho, <laughs> like the original Psycho. Vivian not Vivian Lee. The Vivian one, the, uh, Lee became afraid of the toilet. She was hideous. No, but you know, the one who was in the original Psycho. The original yeah. Psycho, she couldn't take a shower for, I think, 20 or 30 years after filming that movie. Because even just doing the scene freaked her out so much that she okay, couldn't, that's le- legitimately bizarre. couldn't she take was a shower. freaked out by the shower scene that chocolate everyone else syrup. was freaked out watching. But she was by in chocolate it. Syrup, she was like, which was not blood. It was chocolate syrup. It wasn't this that. It was somebody person. coming up to the shower when she's taking one and stabbing her through it. It wasn't that she's like, I'm freaked out of chocolate then, syrup yeah. or blood, you know? And then Alfred Hitchcock's aide comes in and starts pouring chocolate syrup on the bathtub floor. And <laughs> yeah, it didn't exactly. bring her back to reality. Now, wait. Hold that. <laughs> hold that. That's good. That's good. Okay. Hey. Okay. And action. I think you guys are missing the point here. Cut. Cut. Okay. Go back. Scream a little louder. How does this breed fear? That's the point. How, yeah, when well, you are the only person who's in on, who's like, does not have suspended disbelief because you're doing it and you're creating because the Because Anthony ruse. Perkins freaked her out, man. He did a good person? job. The, you know, the guy maybe who played it, Norman did a great job. Live. Yeah, live. Maybe it was filmed live. <laughs> maybe it was not actually. <laughs> they got it all it one take. Guy Ready, go. On the street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, the creator ah, of zombie videos himself afraid of zombies? Right, that blows exactly. my mind. Or the zombie. Or the zombie, perhaps. Is, is the zombie of afraid of zombies? It sees it that there's a surprise at the end of the video. And then it sees itself. And it's like, ah, 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 that's undead. And it takes it 10 minutes to be like, wait, I'm well, undead. You know, that's fine. That can actually happen, <laughs> exactly. This is fine. Have you ever, like, gotten badly hurt, but you didn't really feel the full impact of what happened to you until you look in the mirror and oh, see, yeah, like, your bloody you self? And then you're like, oh, my well, sure. God, I'm hurt. I'm afraid. I'm hideous. That could happen. I'm hideous. I'm hideous. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Then it's more like your arms off. Self-deprecation than fear, right? It's like the zombie sees itself and it's like, wow, I'm rotting. That sucks. It's much more that than like. It must suck to see me. I scared someone. (laughs) Do you know what I forgot? I I totally forgot to tell you guys about. Like a month or two ago, (laughs) you became a zombie. On HBO, okay. and this movie, which I thought was just a big joke, because it had like Paris Hilton. Because it, it had Paris Hilton and, in it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, it's just and, campy, and there's no end. You don't need to continue idea. that sentence. I was going to say, and it was, yeah. and I was right. Was, and that's all you need. Had legitimately scary scenes in it that absolutely affected me, like the really? encasing somebody in wax while they're still alive and leaving them there to basically starve to death, not being able to move in this wax container of themselves. And then when the friend comes along and sees like, oh, yeah, Johnny, what's freaky. wrong? Why are you sitting there? And then he tries to peel the wax off of his friend to help him, but it's like taking off his skin, so you see like the interior of his face is becoming exposed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God. It was really bad. It was like wow, really scared the shit out of me. It was good stuff. And hey, yeah. and Paris Hilton too, but at least they did that part right. I mean, that's the whole <laughs> cask of Amontillado thing, right? I mean, that's, you know, getting bricked up in a wall. Yeah, that's still the that idea of that still freaks people that. out. Yep. Still oh, freaks people out. Story. Yeah. Yeah, my Absolutely. students are still kind of like... love of God, Montresor. Do you know that yeah. one of... I had I actually had a student who was a couple of, couple of years ago who said um, that one of the things that demonstrated was that Montresor was really religious. And I was like, uh, he bricks up a guy in a wall. 
Because he, 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 like, he took seriously the whole rest in peace thing. He's like, oh, that's nice that he told him to rest mm-hmm. in peace. I'm like, he killed him. What do you mean it's nice? Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice that he killed him off. I was like, uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't think you... That does not mean what I think Is you think it means. students? Is this a paper that you read, perhaps? By this was a students? student that years ago like, who, who wrote one of the responses to me, and they said that they felt like... See, what it was is a student who hadn't read the story, and they obviously knew that they had... So they scribbled mm. together a response in class and opened it up, and it had, you know, Montresor saying, rest in peace, and they were just like, oh, that's so nice. He said rest in peace to his friend, and so he's sorry his friend died, and he told him to rest in peace, even though, of course, he killed him himself and bricked him in a wall and had planned to do this for years. Excellent. Yes. That's all part of the plan. Yeah. Do you think Edgar Allan Poe was afraid of bricks and mortar? Oh, yeah. Poe was actually a little bit afraid of a number of things. Afraid of brick and mortar bookstores, perhaps, yeah. Didn't do too well with this. Uh-huh. He was afraid of not marrying his 12-year-old cousin. Certainly afraid of that. Well, who wasn't afraid of that? No, he wasn't afraid of that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Quite the contrary. He was very excited about that. He was in favor of that entirely. <laughs> that was the good stuff. Uh, yes. Well, you know what else is you know, as much as much as this good stuff is here. At night, before he goes to sleep, he dreams of what it would what horrors await when he doesn't marry his twelve year old cousin. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, is a common experience. Never more. The movie's Never called more. The Unfulfilled. Of the exactly. The telltale non-family. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, well, either way, before we get into more random Edgar Allan Poe quotations, wow. <laughs> we just we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, and again, please tell your friends of about the, the video. chromosomes of our illegitimate children. <laughs> the pit and the paternity. No, oh, God. Um, we want to thank everyone for listening. Check us out uh, on the web. Check out our video. And uh, thanks, as always, for, for coming and listening in. Say goodbye, everybody. Yes. Edgar Allan Poe incest for the win. Enjoy. That's the thought we'll leave you with. Tune in next week. We're actually afraid of the moon nights, is what we didn't tell you guys. That's why we had to make the video. That's true. That's why we made it. I hope you can see this, because I'm swinging this pendulum as hard as I possibly can. Ah! We are very scary. Yes, Cup. Damn right! (laughs) The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu glands. It's a moral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Just another day away